everybody. This is Peter Maliaris, and I'm with Josh Nornson, and we're from Monash Musculoskeletal Research Unit. And this is a this is going to be a very brief conversation about a couple of systematic reviews that that we have been involved in in the area of uh, shoulders. Let's tell people about the reviews. They were. Uh, do you want to start off with yours? You might have it up there, Josh. The title and where it was published. So we, we had our um, review on rotator cuff related shoulder pain published in uh, the journal Clinical Rehabilitation out of Canada uh, just earlier in uh, June this year, I believe it was. Uh, so the title of that was uh, Effectiveness of Progressive and Resisted and Non-Progressive or Non-Resisted Exercise in Rotator Cuff Related Shoulder Pain, a Systematic Review and Meta-Analysis of Randomized Controlled Trials. Fantastic. One that I was lead author on was published in Archives of Phys Physical Medicine and Rehabilitation. It was the efficacy of high versus lower dose exercise in rotator cuff tendinopathy, a systematic review of randomized controlled trials. Fantastic. So I'm just going to give a very quick uh, background on why we did these reviews. So back in uh, 2016, there was a, a Cochrane review that was published on shoulders and uh, specifically exercise treatment for shoulder pain, uh, rotator cuff related shoulder pain. And um, what they concluded was that based on the highest quality studies, there really wasn't much evidence for the efficacy of exercise um, for uh, rotator cuff related shoulder pain, you know, otherwise known as impingement syndrome or um, rotator cuff tendinopathy. So looking at that, we were very interested in how they classified exercise and you know what type of exercise interventions were in these studies so um, so what we um, then started to do was write a review looking at um, answering two questions one was is it true that higher dose exercise is more effective and that ultimately became my review and then josh's review which was if you look at the comparison versus placebo uh, or control is it true that uh, higher dose exercise is different to control uh, versus say uh, exercise that is uh, lower dose or not progressive? Um, and initially they were one review and it was combined. Um, and then because it was so much data, uh, we ended up uh, splitting them off into two reviews. So I'll just ask Josh a couple of questions about his review to get into more detail on that. So Josh, can you tell us just very, very briefly, what uh, methods did you use? What did you find and what does it mean? Yeah, so uh, what we did was we uh, developed some search terms that were based off the uh, Cochrane Review back in 2016 by uh, Page and uh, others. And so we took those search terms on rotator cuff related shoulder pain for some uh, cinnamons on different terms around that. Uh, and we then basically extracted articles that we found that had two comparisons. One, the control group had to be either a placebo or no treatment. And the other sort of comparison was to exercise. And then we looked at classifying the exercise into two different groups. One was progressive and resisted exercise. And the other one was non-progressive or non-resisted exercise. And the, the key point around that was that we needed the load of the, the resistance to be progressed. Um, and if it was and then we classed it as non-resisted or non-progressive. Fantastic. Tell us a little bit about what you found. Yep, so uh, what we found was we looked at the two different comparisons. We had the side-by-side uh, -side comparison to that placebo or 
control. And what we actually found was that for the overall trials, um, the, the high quality trials in the shoulder rotator cuff related pain space are few and far between. Um, so th there isn't really great high quality trials out there. And one of the things we found which was difficult was that the reporting on different exercise parameters is very variable and, and often lacks the detail that we might expect in the current space at the moment. Um, but, but what those trials found were uh, that the progressive and resisted exercise showed more benefit um, compared to placebo. Uh, and then side by side to that, the non-progressive and non-resisted exercise showed very, very little benefit compared to placebo or no treatment. Right, okay. And what recommendations would you give based on that to clinicians? So the, the key recommendations that came out out of our review uh, were based on very sort of low certainty certainty evidence evidence because of the trial uh, quality uh, but basically our, our recommendation was that there, there may be clinical benefit for progressive and resisted shoulder exercise for rotator cuff related pain uh, compared to um, or side by side with non-progressive and non-resisted uh, exercise for rotator cuff related shoulder pain uh, which shows very little benefit Great. And that sort of, I'll carry on and just uh, give a very brief summary of, of our findings. So we, we use very similar methods to Josh and uh, looked at um, trying to find all the studies in the literature that do it. The difference with our review, um, and that's the archives of physical medicine reviews, that it was a direct comparison. So one of the, one of the criticisms, I guess, of Josh's review is that um, and we were very clear in the limitations about this is that, uh, you know, we can't say from Josh's work that the higher progressive load is um, better than the lower progressive load because it was not that direct comparison. But uh, what we did in our review is we looked at that direct question and uh, we only found three studies. So um, there wasn't much literature. And what we found was that um, very similar to Josh's uh, review, there was very low certainty or low certainty evidence that the higher dose exercise was better um, or was uh, better in terms of uh, uh, better pain and function outcomes at the time points of interest, which was mainly three months. So, you know, they're really, again, um, as Josh has said, there is not much that we can tell clinicians, unfortunately, at this stage. Uh, we need, it really leads on to more uh, research and trying to test whether uh, this type of approach is going to be more beneficial, which really segues perfectly into Josh's trial plan, uh, his uh, pilot trial. I heard in the grapevine you're planning a pilot trial. Josh, tell us about that. Yeah, um, I think it's a really important question that we're seeing both for shoulder pain and also for other conditions uh, like Achilles tendinopathy at the moment. And the question really remains, uh, what, what is the optimum exercise for these conditions? And is it the load or the dose of the exercise that really matters? Um, and, and so that's what we're really looking at in the pilot trial, which we're planning to uh, get underway shortly. Um, and that's really looking at uh, higher intensity load exercise versus a low intensity load or unloaded exercise for rotator cuff related shoulder pain. Fantastic. Thank you very much, Josh. I think that's a great summary of the two reviews. Uh, thanks for your time today. Thanks very much, Peter.